0: got amazing presence, great confidence. Hello
1: everyone and welcome to my channel, or welcome back to my channel. We're coming to you live from Christchurch right now. The band <laughs> are over here, we're party. This
0: is what this show is all about, good for you. Project
1: Creative. Hello and welcome to another episode of Project Creative, a place for creative people like you and me to share their talents and stories. Joining us today on the show is none other than radio superstar Guy Mansell. Hello. Hey, how's it going?
0: I'm good, how are you?
1: Good, thing. Uh, should we just jump into some questions?
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Alrighty, uh, when did you first realise that being on radio is something that you wanted to do?
0: I went to my careers advisor at high school when I was in sixth form because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then he um, pointed me on to another careers advisor who was actually more onto it. And she ran some algorithm on based on what I liked. And then it pointed at a radio training school and it kind of just clicked. And I was like, oh yeah. And then from there, I was kind of hooked. So I've been wanting to do radio since I was about 17. Yeah. Awesome.
1: And why do you love it so much?
0: Um, there's multiple reasons. I think Sam, I've had this question before. I think the main one is that Every single day is different. Even if you're not behind the microphone, if you work in radio in general, every single day something new is happening. Like even just my show today um, that I'm doing with the Morning Rumble, I'm a producer. So I'm not part of, I'm not on air, but I'm still very much part of the content that we create and everything that we've done today. Uh, we won't be doing it tomorrow. We'll be doing something completely different. And there's just so many random ideas where no day is the same which makes it quite good because I think one of the biggest complaints that people have with their jobs that every day is the same. So at least I know I'm in a career where I won't have that, which is quite cool.
1: Definitely. How did you get your first experience in radio?
0: Through broadcasting school. Oh, well, actually I was, I went to a radio training school in Tauranga, um, which is a one-year course. And through there, I got like part-time work with MediaWorks. So I was, I'd say my first experience would be maybe being a road runner in at Mount Maunganui um but then my first proper experience was when I got my internship after broadcasting school which was um ZM Auckland in 2012. So that was my first proper full-time experience.
1: Awesome so you're a producer for the Morning Rumble yeah?
0: Yep I've been doing it for three weeks now.
1: Awesome uh how did you what steps did you take to get that role?
0: Oh my god so many. So many steps that I took and so many steps that weren't my doing. Um, I mean, I was doing Edge Days last year, or towards the end of list, around this time last year. And then with radio, there are just so many chess pieces that move all at once. And usually when one person moves, five people move as well. And I was just one of those chess pieces where, um, even though I'd never been a producer before, I was asked if I would consider it, um, you know, with the right team. And I said, yes. So I was offered the job as a technical producer for the morning rumble on the rock, which is a job that hasn't existed up until this point. They've added me into the team, which is cool. So, um, I guess you could just say every single job I've had in radio has led to it. Even just me doing ZM nights, which led to Edge nights, which led to Edge days, which led to here. So I don't know if I'd stayed at ZM, if I'd be working here or not, but you know, I guess I've just learned that every single year you can't, you can't predict where you're going to be. So you just, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta roll with it. And luckily for me, I've managed to land on my feet each time.
1: Good on you. <laughs> um, what's your most <laughs> memorable moment you've had in your radio career? Um,
0: I think, I think one of them was um, the first ever time we did safe house for the edge. And that was myself and Sam Robertson, who doesn't work in radio now, but it was a, it was a promo that's never really been done on New Zealand radio before. And we were the first house to do it. We were kind of like the trailblazers and the content. And it was such a cool promo to be a part of. I was really happy. Like, I was just really happy when they told me what we were doing and that we were going to be doing it for so long. But, you know, like it was kind of like big brother. In the sense that we were on a live stream 24 hours like there was people watching us sleep and there was people who you know when we got back from safe house they were saying how they would just have us on in the background they would say that me and sam just eating our dinner was entertaining content like they were just people just it was amazing and also creepy to know how many people were watching us but to be a part of the first time doing it because you know each did it so many times afterwards but we we feel and we've got feedback saying that it hasn't really been as good as the first one. And I don't know, it's it's quite, I'm quite proud to be a part of that, which was quite cool. So I'd say that's probably, I mean, uh, hopefully my radio career goes longer than what I'm currently doing. So, but so far I'd say that's probably been uh, one of my faves.
1: No, that was definitely a really cool promo as well. I remember doing um, all the clothes, trying to figure out where you guys were.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah (laughs) Yeah, people playing along and just being part like you know we built a community from it and that Facebook page and you know we were like doing personal jokes with people and there was (laughs) I think as well like people bartering with each other to split the prize if they go and knock on a door and you know people helping each other out and saying like hey this is what I figured from this clue like people even though there was a money prize involved people were helping each other which was quite cool as well
1: yeah it's cool community um thing to do for the community yeah
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: We're all human. Uh, are there any embarrassing moments you're willing to share from your radio career? Oh, you got a face on.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm quite lucky. Like we've there's lots of embarrassing stories because it's such a, as an announcer and stuff. Or even if you're not, like a lot of your personal stuff can get put out on air. You're on air personalities. That's the sort of title of the job. So you kind of have to just, if something embarrassing happens to you, you just you feel compelled to share it. So but nothing too over the top for me. I can't think of that was embarrassing. A few pranks that were pulled on me, but they were just sort of like, ah, I got yours. And that was it. But there's nothing, I'm lucky enough, nothing has happened where I'm like mortified. You know, the, maybe, because I was the anchor for a lot of the shows, the guy pressing the buttons, there'd be times where I'd screw that up and I'd feel embarrassed personally, even though the audience probably doesn't even notice or care. But yeah. I've been I've been lucky, luckier than others to not have some really embarrassing moments on there, but I'm sure there will come a day where there'll be something. So I guess I've just got to wait.
1: Yeah, we'll yeah. find out uh, one day whether that happens to you or not. Yeah,
0: ask me in a year's time and maybe I'll have an answer. For you.
1: Is there a radio um, hero or a role model that you look up to for inspiration?
0: Um, there is uh, this... the when I was doing the day show on the edge, I looked up to, I still do is amazing. I mean, you've got Hamish and Andy just in terms of their content that they've produced and how they've managed to keep their brand alive for so many years, is, you know, legendary, but also Greg James in the UK on BBC one, you know, he went, okay. he's, he's a solo announcer on a national British radio station. And he's just I love listening to his podcast. Cause he can just, he's a great interviewer. He's got just really cool ideas for like story arcs and it's you know he'll come up with a really silly idea but the audience love him and trust him so they'll always play along with it and they'll always take part and i guess that's just testament to how hard he's worked so we're well, definitely when i was doing a day show by myself i thought well if this guy can be a breakfast announcer on a day show or on a breakfast announcer all by himself and have such massive numbers then surely i can learn something from him so greg james definitely
1: uh, what's the name of his podcast?
0: It's just called um, uh, BBC One Breakfast.
1: Awesome. Is that available everywhere? Like on Spotify? For yeah,
0: I, I, would, I listen to it on Spotify. So, and he does, you know, just the, yeah, like any podcast, the best bits of every single day. And just really random ideas that you think would never work, but just get, you know, nationwide coverage.
1: Oh, yeah, so, cool.
0: Yeah, he's, he's very good at his job. I mean, he's obviously got a huge team behind him. It's not just him. He's got, like, nine producers. But, you know, it, it, starts, <laughs> it starts with him and, well, you know, finishes with him.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you decided not to do radio, what would you be doing instead?
0: <sighs> I don't know. I honestly <laughs> don't. You know, because the radio industry is so fickle, you, will, you can't quite, there's, you know, job security sometimes isn't guaranteed. So I have had that thought to myself of if I were to be let go, or fired, or I decided to leave, what would I do? And the answer is always nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, the only job experience I have before radio is working in Burger Fuel, so maybe that. Um, back
1: to Burger
0: Fuel. Yeah, back to Burger Fuel. I didn't mind it. I mean, there I was, I was seventeen last time I was there, um, but maybe. I don't know. Maybe the police force that cons- i considered oh. it, but I think the fitness test is where I would trip up. And then <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've got it. You got to stop bad guys, and I feel like bad guys would take one look at me and go, "All right, you're not going to stop me." So
1: maybe I'm too I'm sensitive to
0: be a police. Yeah, I'm too sensitive to be a police officer. So um, <laughs> again, ask me in a year because I might have left my job by then, so I can give you an answer. I'd
1: be a police officer. <laughs> maybe. Um, if you could give advice to anyone wanting to get into the radio industry, kind of following your footsteps, what would you uh, what would you say?
0: I think, um, I mean, with every job, it's got its pros and cons. I mean, you look at, when you think of radio, you think of just the on-air personalities. I would consider, I mean, I'm sure you can testament to this with you being in a broadcasting school class, is, you know, at the start of the year, they always go, who wants to be an announcer? And pretty much everyone's hand goes up because they don't know that there are so many other jobs. I mean, my job as a producer, I've only been doing it for three weeks, but it's very fulfilling because you're part of a team. And yeah. even though you're not the one saying the ideas, you can then pitch ideas and they get put out on air. You know, So it's quite fulfilling if, that, if you wanna scratch that creative itch. Um, so definitely, if you are considering radio, branch out, because there are lots of awesome parts of it, lots of cogs that make the machine work. But then maybe another thing as well is to just sort of not be careful, but it is a very fun industry, but it is also a very fickle industry. And it's one of those things that you've got to be relevant. And the moment your company feels like as if you're losing touch a little bit, then they can sort of drop you, you know, they can just drop you like that. So not saying have a backup but I'm saying maybe don't put all your eggs in one basket because I've seen a lot of people who have been working in the industry for a long long time and either they've left because they don't enjoy it anymore or they love the job but they've just been let go and they've really scrambled to land on their feet so I guess throw yourself into it absolutely but just know that you know it does have it's downsides I guess but like the, every every job has that I guess uh, yeah I mean I don't know if that's the most inspirational answer <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it's all right. it's good it's putting things into perspective so yeah it's really nice yeah definitely uh well thank you so much for joining us on project creative today your insight has been amazing and we're totally looking forward to seeing what you do in the future
0: Thank you very much. This has been my first ever podcast. I feel like really, is, yeah. Never, like, yeah, I've never been like a guest on a podcast before. This is quite cool. It's
1: so exciting. Did you want to <laughs> sign us off then?
0: Oh, God, how do I sign off a podcast?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm kind of making things up as well, but the name of it is Project Creative, so you can make something up to do with that <laughs> if you like.
0: <laughs> um, hey, everyone, this has been uh, another fantastic episode of Project Creative. Come back next week. Uh, with a more uplifting guest than myself.
1: (laughs) Brilliant, thank you Guy.
0: No worries, enjoy your rest of your day.